0: Traveling during COVID is probably one of the craziest things I have ever done. I cannot tell you how many things have gone absolutely wrong, (laughs) like wrong to no end. And in this podcast, I'm going to tell you some of the things you have to know to avoid some of the things that we've come across traveling during COVID. Let's get into it. Well, well, welcome, my friends, to the Mindful Muslima Podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, coming to you twice a week with tons of tips of what to do, what not to do as a mindful modern Muslima trying to thrive and live mindfully amongst the chaos that sometimes life can throw, as you can tell from our title. And subhanAllah, in this episode, we're going to be covering travel during COVID. Now, some of you might not be traveling. You might not be venturing out because you can't. And some might see the doors opening that you could kind of get out and go about, but you're not quite sure. So we want you to know whether it's you or maybe loved ones who are traveling, we have some amazing tips and hacks today that will help you to avoid a ton of trouble that we and other family members have encountered. And yes, we're crazy enough to still travel worldwide during this time but it's because we're doing it safe we're doing it in a time where we know the places we're going everything is checked it's vetted but still life happens and that's part of qadr and we are just embracing all that has been going on and we'll talk about in this podcast some tips that we have for everyone who is traveling to make sure that you don't have crazy experiences and so i will be covering probably about six tips that i have today for traveling during covid worldwide. Let's get into it. All right, so one thing I want to tell you is, as you guys know, right now we're currently traveling through Ethiopia, Turkey, and then like something in between with Europe. We're not sure. Now, one of the things you have to understand right now traveling with COVID, it is not like travel that you have ever seen before because things are changing Constantly. And one week it's yes, this border is open. Next week it's not. Sometimes you'll fly into an area when it was open, it closes while you're in that area. Sometimes it's extreme, sometimes it's not extreme at all. And it's totally chill and relaxed and it's fine. It's kind of one of those you never know till you get there. I think it's the ultimate Muslim experience. If I could be honest, I think it's the ultimate Muslim experience. It's like how far do you want to push your personal (laughs) limits and how far do you want to like practice? having trust and faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Qadr and anything that happens, you accept it. And that's the way we're looking at it. Now, back in the day, I probably wouldn't have been so bold to do all the things that we're doing. But because of my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with my husband, with my family, because I feel like it's generally in a good place. I feel like, let's go. Let's do this. All right. So today we're going to talk about some quick tips. Because I'm traveling, my podcasts are a little bit uh, like how do I say? Not really faster. They're just kind of like quick hits because there's a lot of travel issues. There's a lot of Wi-Fi issues. And I do want to still connect with you guys and let you know what's going on and especially give you all the amazing tips that we have. So we have encountered a lot of trouble in COVID travel and I want to get into a bit of what some of those are here, not to scare you off, but just for the fun of enjoying other people's misery. No, I'm just joking. I know, I know it's not the case. You guys love, love to connect with us here, and you wouldn't wish anything horrible, but I will tell you some things that have happened just for the sake of you understanding, like it is the real world out there. First of all, right before COVID hit, for domestic travel in the US, we had family come and stay with us. It was probably like the most pressure filled time in my life because. People were just passing through from other countries. And at the time, I guess it was just like one after the other where they were moving to the U.S. from overseas. And, when, you know, when people do that, it's the, it's the common adab and cultural adab and Islamic adab. When I say adab, I mean mannerism. To have people stay with you as they pass through. According to the, the time of the sunnah, you know, it's very um, hospitable to let people for stay for at least three days and things like that. And that is kind of like a sunnah practice and take care of them. And honestly, I love it. I love hosting. I love taking care. The additional pressure for me was they were back to back to back with different people I've never met before. So that's a little tricky, right? It was all my husband's family. So I got to meet amazing people that he really loved and hadn't seen for a while that were very close to him. But at the same time, we were about to make an entire summer travel and I was not completely ready. I'm trying to wrap up Mindful Musima and like pre-make. You guys don't know how many videos I had to pre-make and and things I had to pre-record and teams I had to set up and I had to put everything on hyper gear. And at the same time, I'm hosting people and it's loud in my house. I cannot do anything quietly. And it was just a ton of pressure. So point is, I had all these people over and I didn't wouldn't, you know, was struggling to properly pack and manage my own things and my own children wrap up school. We were doing homeschooling and so forth. But every person, it was the, it was the joke. the family we would put them in the car as they were leaving it was their last day my husband would drive them to the airport they would get there about some of them as early as 11 a.m some of them at 5 p.m and we would send them off and then we would get the phone calls one by one flight delayed flight delayed flight delayed until we got a phone call at 11 p.m 12 a.m going they've canceled all the flights they've decided not to fly could you come all the way back to JFK and pick us up that's the big airport in New York everybody flies out And we were like, really? Okay. So with the first family member group, it was like, oh, okay. But then it happened with the second group, and then it happened with the third group. (laughs) And the third group, my husband was flying with them because, um, you know, in my husband's culture, I mean, obviously, women should never travel alone. But especially in my husband's culture, they never let women like go on planes. And there was one particular um, sister that was traveling through of you know ours a relative. And she was pregnant and she was alone and she got brought over by a a male that went to go you know reunite with his family that was like an uncle or something and then she had to go forth to another state so my husband had to carry her over as a mahram and anyway the point is they also went to the airport came back went to the airport, like so it was crazy So my point is, domestic travel right now in the U.S. is insane in the sense that my husband just kept saying, they are so unorganized. They never give you straight answers. It was a bit frustrating. And they delayed us till the end of the night, till there was no more flights left, and then we have to start looking for ways to get home. So that domestic travel was a bit crazy. Now with international, it wasn't as bad. I'd hate to say it, but as much as international seems what it would be worse, it was actually easier because I think it just costs them more money and they're dealing with other countries or what have you, but it was a bit more organized. I will say though, one of my friends, um, she's of Polish descent, she decided to go overseas and go back and visit her family for the summer. She goes there, she goes to Morocco. These are typical trips that she does. And what happened was they said the border for Europe was open and that U.S. citizens, because she is U.S. citizen, could go over. She also has like an EU, you know, passport. Um, They they she got to they let you book flights. This is what I want you to know. They let you book flights and then you get all the way to the airport to find out that you they decided, oh, no, they did not decide not to open the border but nobody gives you an email. Nobody gives you a message. So she got all the way there and had all her kids and all their bags and could not get on the plane because she didn't bring her birth certificates, her proof of marriage. She came as a US citizen, not as a Polish citizen, you know, citizen of Poland. So she had to cancel all that, rebook, come back to the airport two days later as a citizen of the EU. And then she, you know, in in terms of like, you know, from the European route, and then she had to go in that way and got in safely. But the point is, they do not alert you to the differences of borders and restrictions and opening. They're expecting that you're staying on top of those things. So number one tip, I know that was like my long intro of recent crazy madness. Um, My number one tip is check daily what is happening. Back in there, were like long gone are the days where you just book something and the day before, you know, you go and you do the check-in and then you show up at the airport. No, it's not relaxed anymore, guys. You have to check regularly because like I said, things are constantly changing. And sometimes the news announces something and then you get to the airport. It's different. So call the airlines, check on the travel restrictions for whatever the consulate or the government site is. Just better to be safe than sorry, wasting your time. And your money and at least you can talk to somebody while things are still open. I think she was in the airport and couldn't even call the consulates and things because it was like a Sunday or something. So just know that. Um, the other thing I want to tell you is testing is oh so interesting. So in um, JFK, you can get tested. In the airport here, you can get tested. In the U.S., you can get tested um, usually at walking clinics, at whatever. But here's, here's the kicker. You have to usually often when you're doing international travel have these 72-hour PCR tests, but then when you go to take the test, they alert you that it could take 2 to 4 days for you to get your results. And then you're like, "Wait a minute. 2 to 4 days? Well, first of all, anything more than 2 days, the third day is the day I'm flying, is cutting it close. But how does 4 days? If I'm flying, I'll just I'll just get my test after my flight date." So you have to often press people, make it urgent, call doctors' offices, let them know. Otherwise, they're very lax because they just assume that you just want a regular PCR test. And even if you press them, sometimes they still don't come in time. When I traveled to Turkey last time, I took a test in JFK. And even after 70 hours, they still did not have my test. So here I am running to JFK and I had to go in and like press them to give me my paper otherwise I would have had to run upstairs and get this test that they make you take to get one like results within an hour and it's not the antigen it's something else but they like super rush it which I'm like if you can rush it that bad well how come they can't get the other results even faster but whatever and pay hundreds of dollars so there is a bit of a pressure with the tests. make sure you give yourself a window make sure you know that you could go in my husband and i we tried right before we left for ethiopia this time and found that there was long wait lines we called ahead the lady told us one thing when we got there in person they were like no we never said that and so you have to just have a lot of patience and just keep on top of things with the testing number three Get all conversations in writing. Long gone are the days where you could just have a quick phone call. If you're talking to the airlines, get whatever they said in writing. If you're talking to the consulate, get it in writing or whatever. Because this is the time where not everybody has the most Up to date information. Um, I'm sure if you've been watching YouTube and traveling vlogs and stuff like that, if that's what you're into right now and you're kind of fantasizing about getting out and about because you're tired of being stuck right where you are, um, you might see people mention that like they book everything, then they get to the airport and they're talking to the person, and restrictions are fine, they've fallen into the guidelines, but then the person behind the counter has no idea of the newest up-to-date regulations. And so you might have to pull them up on your phone, show them where they'll still probably question you. But in the end, if you can have a legitimate email or something and forward it to them, they can get usually a supervisor to pass you through at something. This is all really important get it in writing from the airlines, from the consulate, whatever your particular situation is. For ours, we're traveling across countries and our concern is that one country will not want us in their country because we've recently been in a country that was flagged higher for COVID. And and this is something we could not get answers on. And when I come back from my full travel, I'll kind of give you the full disclosure of how all that stuff went down. We're still going through all that as we speak. And um, number four Is book ahead and read reviews. A lot of times we were booking spaces that we thought had pools and things like that. Um, I wear full abaya. My children, you know, we cover up and everything in the pools, but some of the pools wouldn't allow you to cover up. They'll allow you to wear bikinis, even in Muslim countries and things like that, or countries that are supposedly Muslim friendly. Um, and then sometimes if you read the reviews, it says, no, you're not allowed to, or you book a hotel for the beautiful pool because it's nice weather and they say pools are closed due to COVID in small, small letters, or they don't say it at all. You have to call ahead and check that things are still, um, you know, if you have questions about COVID safety regulations, just call everything ahead. My point overall, I think in this podcast is be less relaxed than you've been in the past. Be more vigilant and it's funny because I was teasing my husband and he was getting a little bit agitated with me he thought I was joking at how much we needed to check he was like you're taking this too seriously they said it's fine and I said please call again and he's like no you're thinking too much Lo and behold, we get to the clinic for the PCR test and they said, just like I said, your results will not come back in time, sir. You will definitely not have them in time for the flight. And my husband's like shocked. And then we had to go running around looking for other walk-in clinics to take us very last minute. So... I'm telling you, my, my husband, like I had flown before internationally, but my husband hadn't. So he didn't realize how it was. And, and so slowly but surely, we saw even the same thing. We had to go to the consulate and get special visas. They didn't give it to us till an hour before they closed on a Friday. And even still, they didn't give it to us. I had to pester my husband to make a scene and argue so they could give them to us because they were closing and they were like never, like three, four days later, they still didn't give them to us when they said it only was going to take 24 hours for our visa. So you might have to make a little, little bit of a thing. You might have to like show that you really, really, you know, need someone to handle this, call for managers. And I'm just letting you know that sometimes you might have to Pick up and use your big girl voice because people otherwise will just be more relaxed about your situation because it's not really concerning them, All right, Number five is think outside of the box. Travel right now is a bit tricky, but it is still very enjoyable and you guys deserve to travel. I know it sounds like I'm going through all of that. Why would you still travel? Because it's worth it. It's worth it to have these experiences. And as long as I've prepped and I've researched all that I could, I leave the rest to the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm telling you, everything we do, somehow by the qadr of Allah, happens at the last minute. Allah brings some miracle person who comes through and it's like, oh, you need help? Let me help you. He sends me help from which I could not imagine. Just like he promised in the Quran. I cannot say enough about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his keeper of promises, his keeping of promises, subhanallah. So I always try to like use these as little tasks that I overcome to get bonus Jannah points. Okay, So I'm like breathe. Remember to breathe. It's okay. If you don't get on the bus today, it's not the end of the world. You know, it's not meant for you. Maybe there's something going on. So again, I use these as like so many opportunities to catch reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also thinking outside the box I want you to think of like there might be another way to go so for example it seems that flying is really annoying and uncomfortable so we're considered considering taking a bus from one country to another where we normally wouldn't now of course we're checking about the COVID regulation with that but as long as we're going with the carrier that checks everything before we get in you know we're just thinking of other ways so do get creative with travel and just understand that you will be tested but this is okay like alhamdulillah as long as you're safe you're doing everything safely it's fine this is to be expected and just Take it on as part of the journey. And lastly, um just know to expect the unexpected, which kind of goes with this one of thinking outside the box. And just know that, like, it's a different world right now. And so, you know, things are gonna be slower, have a little bit more patience with the person behind the counter, you know, try to exercise using better words or um, you know, creative ideas, and just really understand that. You might not get to the destination the day you think you are. Just be really flexible with booking and travel. Try to use the opportunity when they have booking. Do do um, booking with cancellation options. So if anything happens, you can cancel. I normally don't do that. I usually just kind of book solid. But with these days, we definitely book with the option to cancel because you never know. You might get stuck somewhere and then you can't use a reservation somewhere else. And so I do put extra um, protections and cancellation protections and stuff like that because right now it is a really unpredictable time and it's just always to be better safe than sorry all right i hope those were really helpful updates like i said it is a crazy world out there but it's also an exciting one too. Now I travel with children and so does my family. And at the same time, like I said, as long as we're safe and everybody's good, we we definitely, definitely don't say if it is safe to travel, don't. We're just saying these are some things to keep in mind as you're going about your summer travels. And like I said, when I come back, maybe I'll give you an update of all I'm learning right now, traveling across Africa, the Middle East, and Europe. So see you guys in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa